What's going on, everybody? I'm Dylan Patemri, and welcome back to the first episode of season two of Top Shelf. I'm so excited. Um, today is going to be a pretty different episode, I guess you could say. Um, it's probably the first episode that I haven't really planned out a script for, mainly because I really can't do anything about that. Um, because what today's episode is going to be is it's going to be about the Seattle Kraken expansion draft. Um, now, what I'm going to be doing in this episode is doing my own mock draft of what I think is the best team that they could go with. Obviously, Seattle Kraken, new team. Each team had to put out their uh, kind of protected list. And how it worked is um, your team could either protect seven forwards, three defensemen, and a goalie, or they could protect eight skaters in total and a goalie. Now, there were um, some kind of restrictions for this uh, for each team. Now, each team was required to exp uh, expose a certain amount of players under contract. Um, so you had to have at least two forwards who were under contract for the 2021-22 season at least one defenseman that was under contract for the 2021-2022 season and one goalie that was under contract for the 2021-2022 seasons. So those were the requirements. Teams released it on Sunday. The Seattle Kraken now have till Wednesday to make their selections and stuff. And now something that's different that I can't do that the Seattle Kraken can do is that they're going to be allowed to make deals with teams so like a team could be like, oh, I don't want you to take this player. Um, and for if you don't take this play player, I'm going to give you a third round pick or something like that. And then also with unrestricted free agents, they can go ahead and try and sign them. And then if they do sign them, that will count as the player that they want, that they have to pick. So that's kind of how it goes. I'm just going to go in and kind of select players. So, um, yeah. You know what? Let's just get right on in to the first episode of season two of Top Shelf. All righty. So how I'm doing this is there's a very great website called cap friendly and they actually have an expansion draft where they already have all the protected people and they have all the lists of stuff that you have to do and all that and they kind of let you draft your own team so that's the website I'm using right now kind of talk you guys through it. if you want to do it yourself go ahead if you want to log on uh, you can go to capfriendly.com slash expansion hyphen draft slash Seattle if you want to follow along uh, so the requirements are I have to draft one player from each team from the 30 teams because the Vegas Golden Knights are excused because that was kind of in their contract when that if a 32nd team gets expanded, then they don't have to be a part of that. But then they also don't get the expansion fee. They don't get um, a part of the expansion fee like all the other 30 teams do. So I have to draft 30 players, at least 14 forwards, and at least nine defensemen in at least three goaltenders, and then at least 20 of the players have to be under contract for the 2021-2022 season. And then I have to have a minimum cap hit of 48.9 million 
and a max cap hit of 81.5 million. Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it. I'm going to go right in order. I'm going to kind of talk you through my picks. And then at the end, I'm going to revisit and make sure that I've fulfilled everything and make sure I'm happy with all my picks. And then I'll kind of make a, a lineup, which I think would be their lineup for the team. So first we start with the Anaheim Ducks. Um, kind of looking through it, Brian Getzoff, he's a UFA though, not really worth it. Adam Henrique's available, but he's 31, has through 2024, 5.8 million, kind of big. Um, David Backus, obviously UFA. Danton Heinen's an RFA. That's kind of good pick. Sonny Milano is an RFA at the end of next season. Could get him for 1.7. But the guy I'm looking at is Hayden Fleury. He's 25 years old, uh, left or right-handed defense, left or right-sided defenseman, whichever you want. Uh, he can play both sides. He's an RFA at the end of next season, and he only has a cap hit of 1.3. I think he's a great player. Uh, and yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and select Hayden Fleury from the Anaheim Ducks. Next, we have the Arizona Coyotes. Um, as far as players they have under contract for next season, Tyler Pitlick, uh, forward 1.7 mil, Christian Fisher for 1 mil. Um, he's an RFA at the end of next year. Christian Fisher had quite a great season. I'm honestly surprised they didn't protect him. I'm thinking I'm most likely going to go with him, um, but just do our due diligence and look around. Alex Goligoski, UFA, not worth it. Jarlson, Jarlson, not worth it. He's a UFA. Labushkin's the only defenseman under contract for next season. Yosef uh, Coroner is the only goalie under contract with Christian Fisher being under contract through next year. And then he'll be an RFA. So we could sign him back if we wanted to, I'm going to go ahead and select Christian Fisher. I think that's a great pick. I think he's the best player available there. Next up, we have the Boston Bruins. Now David Krejci and Taylor Hall are available, but they're both unrestricted free agents. And Krejci said he's only going to play with the Bruins Hall. That would be a big contract. You'd have to sign there. Um, you've got Andre Kasha, who's an RFA this season. He has been injured the whole past season, um, hasn't really played much injury issues. Is kind of a concern. Nick Ritchie is available. He would be an RFA. He had a pretty good season this year. Um, a big body could throw around. You could play him really any second, third, or fourth line if you needed to. Uh Let's see, on defense, not really much options on defense here for the Bruins. Um, Kevin Miller just retired, so we wouldn't pick him. Um, Tuka Rask is a UFA, and so is Yaroslav Halak. I know Tuka is going under in, uh, under surgery, so you wouldn't go for him. Halak's a UFA. You could just sign him. So I'm going to go with Nick Ritchie here, left winger, RFA. We'll have to sign him, but I think he's good. Now we move on to the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Jeff Skinner waived his no-move clause. So if you don't know, if a player has their no-move clause or no-trade clause, then you have to protect them unless they waive it. Um, Jeff Skinner waived his. Uh, he's on $9 million till 2027. Honestly, that's the worst contract in hockey right now. We're not going to take him as a new franchise. Kyle Ocposo for $6 million, not worth it. Cody Eakin for 2.25. He's not bad. Uh, 
Zemgus Gergensen's is uh, 2.2 through the next year. Um, Colin Miller uh, for one more year at 3.875. He's pretty good. Jake McCabe is a pretty good defenseman as well, but he's not under contract, so we don't know if we would get him. So I think I'm going to go with Colin Miller here. Colin Miller is a very solid defenseman. I uh, was thinking the Sabres might have traded him, but they didn't. No forwards are really there. No really young talent here. So I'm going to go ahead and take 28-year-old Colin Miller. He's a right-handed defenseman through next year. He'll be a UFA at the end of the season. So if they don't like him, don't have to keep him. Next, we're going to move to the Calgary Flames. Um, Milan Lucic waived his no-move clause. Um, he's at 5.2, though, and he's really not what he used to be. Um, looking through, there's Brett Ritchie. He's under contract. No other really young players. Matthew Phillips, center, would be an RFA. Move over to defenseman, though. And this is a big one. Mark Giordano is available. Their captain, he's 37 years old, though, at 6.75. Probably not worth that but he will be a UFA at the end of next season. So it would only be for one year and could always flip him, um, retain some of his uh, salary and send him to another team or keep him and then play him. And then at the trade deadline, if we're not a good team, trade him. Um, goalies, there's Tyler Parsons, but I don't know. I think we have the cap room right now. Obviously we haven't selected many players. I'm going to go ahead and for the moment, take Mark Giordano might go back and change that if we run into cap issues. Now we move on to the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, they left Nino Niederreiter unprotected. He's only got one more year left. Um, Brock McGinn's a UFA. Jordan Martin hooks a UFA. Morgan Geeky, he's pretty young, 22 years old, RFA at the end of next season. He's a pretty good young talent. But we go over to defensemen, and I see a guy who I think I'm going to take, but just to let you guys know, Dougie Hamilton is unprotected, but he will be an unrestricted free agent. And unless they worked out a deal with him, I wouldn't see them taking him. He'll probably go back to Carolina. Jake Gardner for the next two years at four mil is a pretty good deal. But here we have Jake Bean, a young left-handed defenseman, 23 years old. Um, he's an RFA, so we'd have to sign him to a deal. But he's a very promising young player, Has hasn't really gotten that much of a shot with Carolina. Obviously they have a lot of good defensemen though. Um, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't protect Jake Bean. Um, obviously they probably protected Brady Shea instead of him. So I'm going to go ahead and take Jake Bean. Um, so now we are six teams in so far and we've drafted two forwards and four defensemen And our cap hit is 15.3 mil out of 81. Um, so we move on to the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, not really a lot of options here. They do have Malcolm Subban, who was taken in the expansion draft. Could take him again. Don't think I'm going to be doing that. Um, as far as forwards under contract, you have Ryan Carpenter for one more year at one mil, or Brett Connolly for two years at three and a half. That's not really worth it. Um, Adam Gaudet, who just got traded there, is a restricted free agent. Could go with him. He's pretty good. Um, but I am looking at defense. And Calvin DeHaan, a nice experienced defenseman, only has one year left, 
$4.5 million isn't really that big a cap hit. We'd probably be getting top four ice time, uh, 30 years old. You can't draft all young. So I'm going to go ahead and take Calvin DeHaan here from the Chicago Blackhawks. And we move on to the Colorado Avalanche. Now, a big name here is another captain unprotected. It's Gabriel Landeskog. However, though, he is an unrestricted free agent, and you would think he would go back to Colorado. I did see some rumors, though, that Seattle Kraken have been talking to him and maybe trying to work out a deal with him. I don't think it's going to happen, and I can't say if I'm going to make a deal with him or not. Brandon Sod's an unrestricted free agent. Eric Johnson waived his no-move clause. He's 33 years old at $6 million cap hit. Um, I wouldn't think of taking on that contract for a guy like Eric Johnson. The two names I'm looking at is Jonas Donskoy and JT Comfer. Um, both very solid players. Donskoy is 29 and Comfer is 26. Both are signed for the next two years. Comfer is at 3.5 and Don Scoy is at 3.9. So Comfer is about $0.4 million cheaper and is three years younger. So I'm going to go with JT Comfer. And I know he can play the center position as, as well as the wing. So now we move on to the Columbus Blue Jackets and they've left Max Domi unprotected. Now there is rumors that maybe... He won't be able to play. I don't know, but he's a very solid player and went on his game. Um, I really like Max Domi. Hasn't really been given the shot. He's been in Arizona. He's been in with the Montreal Canadiens. Didn't really work under Tortorella. I think I like Max Domi. I think he's a talented player. Can play center or on the wing if you really needed to. Um, I think he'll play the center position. I'm going to go ahead and select Max Domi. I, there's not really any other good defensemen, no really good young players. Now we move on to the Dallas Stars. I'm looking at this Dallas Stars team. You got Blake Como for 2.4. That's a lot. And the only other forward under contract is Tanner Caro, who I've never heard of. Um so we look at defenseman Jamie Alexiak is pretty good, but he's a UFA, and so is Sammy Vatanen. Andre Sakara is under contract, and Joel Hanley. Um, neither of those players are really popping out at me. Maybe a goalie? Ben Bishop waived his no-move clause. Um, he's 34, though, and almost at $5 million for the next two years. Hasn't really played. Um, I'm not really sure who I'll take from this team. I I guess maybe, um, yeah, I'm not really sure who I want to take from this Dallas Stars team. Um, maybe a younger player, like um, there's this Nicholas Camano guy. He's an RFA. You know what? I'm going to take a defenseman. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Julius Honka. Now, Julius Honka is an RFA. Um he hasn't really made it and established himself. Could have been a good player. Maybe he gets a chance with Seattle. I know we saw that with Vegas, where players who you thought weren't really the best, and they turned out to be really good on this Dallas, um, excuse me, not the Dallas Stars, on that Vegas team. So I am going to go ahead and go with them. So next up, we have the Detroit Red Wings. 
Um, I'm looking at this Red Wings team, and they've got Franz Nielsen available, but he is a really bad contract and hasn't really played. Darren Helm, who was good, unrestricted free agent. Vladislav Nemestikov, he was a part of the Tampa Bay Lightning and then moved to the Red Wings. Um, I kind of like him. Let's see who else we have. We have Luke Gondening, Bobby Ryan. He's an unrestricted free agent, though. Evgeny Svechnikov. Now, he's the brother of Andrei Svechnikov. Hasn't been as good. Hasn't really broken into the NHL yet. I might be willing to give him a shot. Or Taro Hirose, another good young player. He's an unrestricted free agent, though I think we could work out a deal with him. Um, as far as defenseman, Danny DeKaiser, no thank you. Troy Stetcher. Now, that wouldn't be a bad pick. He's a pretty solid defenseman. Just moved to Detroit. Um, I kind of like Troy Stetcher as well. There's also Dennis Chalowski, who's an RFA. He's kind of hasn't broken into the NHL much yet. Could take him. He's 23 years old. Though I think I'm going to take Evgeny Svechnikov. Um, a young winger could develop him. I like him. We're going to go ahead and take Svechnikov. Now we move on to the Oilers. Um, James Neal's unprotected, but he's going to cost a lot. Two more years. Oscar Kleffbaum, obviously on injury reserve. Don't know if he's even going to play again. Um, Kyle Turris for a year. That wouldn't be bad. Good veteran player. Although I'm looking down at some of the younger players here. And Tyler Benson is available. A good young guy. Um, could develop him. He could go into the AHL team, whether uh, they send them to someone else's AHL team for now, or if they have their own. Miko Koskinen's available. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Tyler Benson, a good young player, probably won't make the NHL team, but I'm going to go ahead and select him from the Oilers. Now the Florida Panthers. Now I already know who I'm going to take from the Florida Panthers because they're kind of... Uh, already rumored to be going with this player. Um, so Chris Drieger, the goaltender, he's going to be a UFA, but they've kind of been talking with him that they're going to take him. Obviously, he wouldn't go back to Florida. They have Spencer Knight and Sergei Bobrovsky, so he'd be going somewhere. Could get to start with a new franchise as our starting goaltender. So I'm going to select Chris Drieger, but just kind of look at the other names he might have taken. Um, Nola Chari, not really promising, uh, would be like a fourth liner. Antoine Strahlman's just a good veteran to have. Marcus uh, Nudavara is a pretty solid defenseman, would have only been one year, probably would have gone with him or Frank Vetrano, who's 27 and is, has 2.5 for the for just one year left. I'm gonna go ahead and take Chris Strieger, obviously. Um, probably would have gone with uh, Marcus Nudavara. But Chris Drieger is a very solid goaltender, and they, if they can work out a deal with him, he would probably be their starter. Had a great pass year and in the playoffs. So Chris Drieger is our first goalie. Um, to give you an update right now, we're at 13 players drafted, six forwards, six defensemen, and a goalie. Um, we only have seven players under contract, though, for the 2021-2022 season, and we're at $31.9 million as of right now. So we kind of have to start drafting some players under contract. Um, so I look at that, and just as I say that, I don't know if I'm going to do that. 
because I see Andre Atkinson, see you. He's an RFA. Um, I really like him. He hasn't gotten the shot that I think he deserves. He played decently on Detroit Red Wings, got traded to Edmonton. Um, didn't really do much there. Signed with the LA Kings. We also have Brendan Lemieux, uh, 1.5 million. Um, let's see who else. Nothing much. Oli Mata is a pretty solid defenseman, though, for 3.3 for the next year. Um, also, Kale Clog, 23 years old, left-handed defenseman. He would be an RFA pretty good, but we do need players under contract. Um, I really like Andreas Athanasio, though. He can play all over the forward, center, left wing, right wing. I'm going to take him. He's not under contract, but I think we could work out a deal with him. Next, we go to the Minnesota Wild. And there's another name popping out here, but just to go through some people, um, Victor Rask is on four mil for the next year, and Nick Bjorkstad's on two mil. I would probably more lean towards Nick Bjorkstad. Um, on defense, Carson Soucy is the only player under contract left. Um, no really young players that I would look at. Maybe Dmitry Sokolov. But I see that the Minnesota Wild decided to protect Cam Talbot over Capo Kakinen, which I think is a dumb move. I Capo Kakinen was phenomenal. I know Cam Talbot was your number one, but he's getting a bit up there. Capo Kakinen could have been your goalie for the future. I'm going to go ahead and take Capo Kakinen as my goalie of the future to back up Chris Drieger. And speaking of goalies, Carey Price waived his no move clause. No move clause. So. Do we take Carey Price? I don't think so. Um, I think he's too expensive uh, to take. People are saying you take Carey Price and then flip him right away. Yeah, maybe you do if someone finds him, if you can find someone who would do that. $10.5 million, though, for the next five years for Carey Price is just too much for me, especially now they said injury. He might have injury or something like that. I think they might have just said that because, again, a bit scared. Um, I'm not going to take Carey Price, though. Um, I think um, I'm looking. There is Shea Weber. He also had injury problems as well. And then we look over at the forwards, and there I see um, Jonathan Druin. Now, Jonathan Druin hasn't really made it. Um in the league he started out with the Tampa Bay Lightning before getting moved here hasn't really proven himself I think a start on a new team could do it for him five and a half mil for the next two years though you have to be committed we could also go with Brett Kulak at defense though he's only on one year 1.8 maybe that's something to consider if I need defenseman but I'm gonna go with Jonathan Drew because he can log top six ice time for us I'm gonna go with him half four over halfway through the teams now, we go to the Nashville Predators. Matt Duchesne and Ryan Johansson both making eight mil for the next three, four, five years. Not going to really take them. Colton Sissons, Rocco Grimaldi, Kale Yarncroft, who didn't get protected, surprisingly. A great sniper, can play center position too if I need him to. Um, just do look over at defensemen, not really anyone that interesting. So I'm going to go ahead and take Kale Yarncock from the Nashville Predators. Moving on to the New Jersey Devils. Now there's a big man available, P.K. Subban. 
He will cost us $9 million. So that is the only problem. But he would be a great player to kind of put as the face of your franchise. Um, he knows how to market, and he's a big name in the NHL. Not worth the nine mil, but you only need it for one more year. And we do already have Giordano, who's a big-time paid defenseman. I look over at forwards, and Andreas Janssen is there, $3.4 million for the next two years. I did just take Jonathan Drurin, though. Maybe if I trade out Kulak for um, Drurin and then take Janssen instead. Mm, I'm going to stick with Drurin for now. Um, if there's any adjustments, I'll make it later. But I do see Nathan Bastion, a nice young 23-year-old, can play center right wing. Um, he is under contract for the next two years. He could just play down in the AHL, kind of try and develop him. Um, Will Butcher is also available, available a very solid defenseman. Um, I think that we can get better stuff elsewhere for cheaper. So I'm going to take Nathan Bastion, who will be a younger player, play in our AHL, doesn't have a big cap hit at all. Now we're moving on to the New York Islanders. And there's two guys available here, Jordan Everly and Josh Bailey. Now, both are very solid, are under contract for the next three years. Um, one, Jordan Everly is at five and a half, where Josh Bailey's at five million. Um, kind of looking down the line, seeing Leo Komarov, no thank you. Richard Ponick, no thank you. Um, I don't, God. I mean, you could take a chance on Michael Del Call. He's kind of younger. Kiefer Bellows is available as well. Um, he would be an RFA. He's another option, though I think with them available, Josh Bailey or Jordan Eberle, Um, maybe pick one of the two. I kind of want to look at who I have right now because one's a sniper and one's a power forward. I already have a sniper and a sniper and Jonathan Druin, Kelly Yarncroft, Christian Fisher is kind of a sniper. Nick Ritchie's a big guy. Evgeny, I don't have a ton of big guys, but at the same time, it's Jordan Everly, and I really like Jordan Everly as a player. He's at five, and we have cap space. We're going to go ahead and take Jordan Everly. No goalie really available that we like. Um, now we come to the New York Rangers team. There's really not a lot of options here. There's Barke Goudreau, big body guy, but he's a UFA. Tony D'Angelo, if they want to take on that problem, he's a pretty solid player, though locker room chemistry is an issue. Um, so it's really between Colin Blackwell or Julian Gauthier, and I really liked how Gauthier played last year. So we're going to go ahead and take Julian Gauthier. Okay. 20 teams in, 10 more to go. We're at 48.4 million, 13 players under contract. So out of the next 10, I have to take three under contract. Or excuse me, I have to take seven under contract, three not under contract. We go to the Ottawa Senators. Um, I'm looking at their team. Evgeny Dadnov's available, though. That's kind of a similar player to Jordan Eberle. So we wouldn't really take that. Chris Tierney is the only other forward under contract. Josh Brown uh, isn't really that good. Now we could go with a goalie. We could take Matt Murray, who's available. Um, although I'm not so high on Matt Murray. 
And as I'm looking down at some of these restricted free agents, they have Vitaly Abramov, who just cracked into the lineup this year. Young player, doesn't have to play this year, could play in the AHL. Maybe next year, once we figure out our lineup and who we wanted to keep, he can come up. It's important to have some good young players as well. So I'm going to go ahead and take Vitaly Abramov. Now we move down to the Philadelphia Flyers. And they've left Jakub Voracek and James Van Riemsdyk unprotected. Um, Jakub Voracek does cost a lot more. James Van Riemsdyk for two, two years at $7 million, had a very good season. There's also Shane Gossespierre for the next two seasons at $4.5. Um, I really like James Van Riemsdyk, another big body guy, powerful. He is 32. Um, I just really like James Van Riemsdyk. Uh, I think that's not too bad a contract that you could go ahead and take him. So we're going to take James Van Reemsdyk. Now we move over to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And these two guys popping out at me, Jason Zucker and Brandon Tanev. Now, obviously, in net, there's Casey DeSmith, who we could also go with and kind of be our third goaltender. And maybe he could be the backup and Kakanen could play a year in the AHL. Although I'm not so sure I want to do that because I think I want Kakanen to grow. Sam Lafferty is also available. He would just be a cheap option just to get someone under contract. Brandon Tanev is signed through 2025 for 3.5, but Zucker is signed for 5.5, but only to 2023. That makes me think that I'm going to want to go with Jason Zucker because he's only under for two years. And Jason Zucker is a very solid player. When he got traded, he was kind of like, okay there. But I'm going to go ahead and select Jason Zucker for my team. And that's going to hit up our cap quite a bit. We've got about $20 million left to work with. Um, We go to the San Jose Sharks. Now, I'm going to be honest, the San Jose Sharks probably have one of the smallest selections, them and the Dallas Stars. Dylan Gambrell and Matt Nieto are the two forwards at 700,000. Um, Dylan Gambrell's an RFA. Matt Nieto would be a UFA at the end of in two seasons. Martin Jones is available. He's overpaid. It's a pretty simple one here. Not really a great selection, but we're going to go with Dylan Gambrell. Um, we need to start taking some defensemen because um, we're we only have six so far, and we have 16 forwards. Um, But just as I say that, I'm probably going to take another forward here because we're on the St. Louis Blues and they've left Vladimir Tarasenko unprotected. And I think without a doubt, I'm going to take Vladimir Tarasenko and he is going to be the face of the Seattle Kraken. He is going to be our big name that we have on the team. Now, I'm skipping over Vince Dunn, a defenseman, 24 years old, very, very solid. Um but I think Tarasenko is going to be the name of the franchise. Now I did hear some rumors though, that teams are trying to get them to take Tarasenko and then they want them to retain some salary and they'll make a trade for Tarasenko and that the Kraken are open to that. But if I was the Kraken, I would just take Tarasenko, keep him for myself, obviously coming off of the injury. um, But I think he's a very solid player. Now we go to the Stanley cup champions, the Tampa Bay lightning. They have some pretty interesting players available. Um, Andre Palat, Yanni Gord, Tyler Johnson, Alex Kalorn, Patrick Maroon, 
Jan Ruda. Those are all guys under contract. They also have Taylor Radish, an RFA young player who I really like as well. In that, not really much to say. Now, the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to have to make some trades this year or this offseason regardless. They can't keep Palat, Gord, Johnson, and Kalorn because they still have players that they have to sign. So how are we going to help the Tampa Bay Lightning? We are going to take on one of these contracts, um, but we're not going to take Tyler Johnson. I'm thinking we're going between Alex Kalorn is a very solid player as well. Don't get me wrong, but 4.4 just seems like a little steep for a player like that. I'm looking between Palat and Yanni Gord. Now, going with Palat would mean his contract is up at the end of next season, and uh, we wouldn't have to worry about that. And it's only 5.3 million, and Yanni Gord is a bit less at 5.1, but he is signed through 2025. Now, short term, Yanni Gord sounds good, but then you're going to have him sign till he's 34 at 5.1. Will he still be that? Will he be able to move that contract? I'm not so sure. That's why I'm going to go ahead and take Andre Palat. Now we move on to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, so a bit of a surprise here. They just traded the Penguins for Jared McCann, um, and they leave him unprotected. They also left Alexander Kerfoot unprotected, who I also kind of like, and I'm kind of deciding between the two of those right now. Wayne Simmons is also available. So is Pierre Engvall, a very solid player. Um, I just think those two are better. Freddie Anderson and Dave Riddich are available, but they're both UFAs. I'm kind of deciding between the two of Kerfa and McCann. Um, one is cheaper. McCann would be an RFA at the end of next season. Kerfa we'd have for the next two seasons. Um, I like McCann. He can play the wing or center. He's he's flexible like that. I like that in players, especially with a team where you're trying, you're not building, like you're not just adding a piece to the roster. Like you're trying to build a team and having that variability is very good. So I'm gonna go with Jared McCann. Next, we have the Vancouver Canucks. Um, Vancouver doesn't really have a lot of players here they're offering maybe madison bowie at defense we do need a defenseman he's pretty solid louis erickson is an awful contract not taking him same with jay beagle and antoine Roussel. jake vertanen for two and a half he's an rfa at the end of next season we only need one more player under contract though um we are at 78 million dollars right now um, I just looked at that and realized that seeing we don't have a lot of cap space, we have about $3 million to work with. So we're definitely going to have to go in and fix the roster as well. We need three defensemen. And I can tell you, I'm not picking three defensemen with my next three picks. Um, so we'll draft our team and then figure that out. But I do see on the Vancouver Canucks, one of the younger players we could draft, Cole Lind, who's 22 years old. He's a very solid player, good potential RFA, which means we can get him. I'm going to take Cole Lynn, not under contract. Don't have to worry about that right now. And we move on to the on to the Washington Capitals, and I see Alexander Ovechkin available there, but he is a UFA, and he will probably re-sign with the Capitals. Um, I do need some defensemen, and Justin Schultz is a quite a good offensive defenseman right there, and his contract will be up next year. But we do also have cap issues. 
and that would put us over the cap, I think, by a lot. We would be over by 1.4 million. And I see that, that Vitek Vanacek is available. Now, they could only protect him or Samsonov. So, obviously, they were going to take Samsonov. And if we have Vitek Vanacek, that means we have him, Kakinen, and we have Chris Drieger in net. I think that's three very solid goalies, especially for someone if they get injured. I think it's good to have three good goalies. So I need one more goalie anyways. So I'm going to go ahead and take Vitek Vanacek from the Washington Capitals. Now we are getting very close to cap issues, um, which I'm probably going to put us over here because looking at the Winnipeg Jets, who are the final team here, um, we have 20 forwards and six defensemen. So something's going to have to change. We're probably going to take a defenseman from the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Mason Appleton is available as a right winger, only 900000 uh, for one more year. Um, there's Nathan Bailu, excuse me, Bailu, um, and Dylan DeMello. Um, Bailu is only 1.25, where DeMello is $3 million for the next three years, though I really like DeMello, he's a big body defensive stay at home defenseman. So I'm going to go ahead and take him, even though he's going to throw us over the cap. So that's my team I've drafted so far, although it's an illegal team because I need two more defensemen and I am 1.2 over the cap. So let me go ahead and go through and look through and see who I can change here. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and look at this team and make some changes, and I'll come right back and let you know what changes I've decided to make. So I am back now. Um, I made three changes here. So the first change we made was with the Detroit Red Wings. Originally, I took Evgeny Svechnikov, who is an RFA, and instead I'm just switching it to a defenseman because I needed more defensemen. So I'm going to go with Dennis Chalowski, um, left-handed defenseman. I was talking about him, kind of liked him. We're going to go ahead and switch to him. The second change I made was that with the LA Kings. Now, originally I had Andreas Athanasiu, but again, I needed more defensemen. So Kale Clagg, who is also an RFA, I decided to pick him. And then finally, because I was over the cap limit and I couldn't keep everyone, the New York Islanders, I decided to pass up on Jordan Eberle. I had to drop some cap. So I decided to take Kiefer Bellows, who's an RFA. And that puts us at 18 forwards, nine defensemen, three goalies. And we have exactly 20 players under contract. And we have a cap hit of $77.6 million. Although if you do go look in with AHL and players being down, our projected cap hit is actually only $69.1 million, giving us $12 million to sign some RFAs and to sign some free agents. So players I might sign are like Nick Ritchie, who might want some good money. And then a player like Jake Bean or Dennis Chalowski. And then obviously we have to sign Chris Drieger to a deal. Um, So I actually went along and I made my little roster um, of who I think the lineup is going to be. So this is what my Seattle Kraken team 
is going to be. So first, let me read you through the names. We have Vladimir Tarasenko, James Van Riemsdyk, Jason Zucker, Jonathan Juren, Max Domi, Andre Palat, JT Comfort, Jared McCann, Kelly Onokruk, Dylan Gamble, Christian Pitcher, Nathan Bashan, Julian Gauthier, Nick Ritchie, Tyler Benson, Kiefer Bellows, Vitaly Abramov, Cole Lind. Those are our forwards. And defensemen, we have Mark Giordano, Calvin DeHaan, Colin Miller, Dylan DeMello, Hayden Fleury, Julius Honka, Kale Clogg, Jake Bean, and Jen- Dennis Chalowski. And then our goalies are Capo Kakinit, Vitek Vanacek, and Chris Drieger. Okay, so now that we've got that handled, this is what my lineup looks like for my Seattle Kraken team. I have my first line being centered by Max Domi with Vladimir Tarasenko and James Van Riemsdyk on the first line. I think that's a very solid first line. You got a big bodied guy, a guy who can dish the puck, and a guy who can score the puck. It's exactly what you want from a line. My second line has Jonathan Juren playing alongside of Jared McCann, who's centering the line. And I didn't know if I wanted Andre Palat or Jason Zucker playing on that right hand side. I think I'm going to go with Palat because I feel like Zucker and McCann are a bit more similar in style. And I think having Palat on alongside Druin, McCann can kind of just play a little more defensive there, which means my third line is going to be Yarncock, Comfort, and Zucker, I think is a very solid third line. And then my fourth line is going to be Nick Ritchie, Dylan Gambrell, and Christian Fisher. Now, Gautier is the one player who gets left out who I'm kind of questionable about, but he can always get subbed in for maybe a Nick Ritchie or for uh, Christian Fisher, or you can even bump Yarn Croc into the center position and move Comfort down and then move Gautier up to the third line. So there's a bit of variability for Gautier, which leaves uh, Bastion, Benson, Bellos, Abramov, and Cole Lynn scratched for me. Now for defensemen, I think is a pretty solid defense, in my opinion. You have Mark Giordano and Colin Miller as your top two defensemen, and then Calvin DeHaan and Dylan DeMello as your top as your second line of defense. Could maybe switch Miller and DeMello, but I think I like it like that. And then Chalowski on the left and Hayden Fleury on the right. Maybe throw Jake Bean on the left instead of Chalowski. He would probably be my seventh defenseman. And then you have Clog and Honka, who could also be depth defenseman. Then in net, starting for goalie, I would have Chris Drieger. And backing him up, I'm going to have Capo Kakinen, meaning Vitek Vanacek will be scratched and will be our third goaltender. So that's what I have for my Seattle Kraken team. Um, go ahead and check it out yourself if you want to draft your own team before Wednesday when you figure out who the Seattle Kraken actually draft themselves. Obviously, they're going to be making deals and all of that. But that is going to do it for today's episode. Um, I will get back on Thursday, and we will be reviewing the Seattle Kraken team and maybe running through a lineup of what it may have been, maybe comparing it to what my team was. And then we're also going to have my mock draft because the NHL entry draft starts on Friday. So that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Follow me here on Spotify, and I'll catch you all next time for another episode of Top Shelf. 